This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. Josh, uh, I've seen a video on Facebook of a parent who is taking a bit of issue with one of his ch- kids' toys. Yeah. It's like a little monkey toy. Uh, it looks like it's mostly made out of plastic. But the problem that he, he has with it is that it has like a little sound box thing in it. It makes a noise. A squeaker. I can't find the video because I would love to play it for everyone, but here I'll do my best Mate, to intimidate. we had the radio awards yeah. over the weekend. This is why we lost yeah. stuff like this. Yeah. They're just not being able to get the video ready to go. What are you doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Let's say it's that because I feel like the truth <laughs> is a lot sadder. Uh, anyway, I will recreate the voice in an effort to win us some more okay, radio awards. Here we go, yeah. yeah. It was like, it's like this. <laughs> 2023, here we come. There we go. Yeah. If that doesn't win you Radio Gold, <laughs> nothing will. Um, <laughs> I The dad is like lost his mind. He yeah. was like, this toy is the most annoying thing ever. He smashed it with a hammer. And the, the little sound box in it must be indestructible because yeah. he smashes essentially it and then it's still making that weird noise. You know, then he puts it in a fire and it still makes the weird noise. He puts it in water and it, it's like he can't break this. It. it might be very this much possessed. Start, this is the start of a Stephen King movie. Like This yeah. is literally the worst worst possible way to deal with this problem. I feel like this is what my parents sort of went through with uh, Furbies. My, uh, I didn't have a Furby, but my sisters had Furbies yeah. and... That was oh my god! The that boys. was so annoying and also terrifying. The boys have so the boys, Carrie's boys have. They're both under ten. They have like an eclectic mix of some of the most expensive toys I've ever seen in my life. They've got little electric scooters and I, it's the, cool. Everything's the, electric now. The those. stuff they choose to play with, yeah, it, it's just it's it just shows you that kids are always kids. Like. It's the most annoying stuff. Yeah. They've got these little clicker guns that just go click, 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 click. And they are $3 each and they're the bane of my existence. I hate them. Yeah. I want to smash them. Yeah. I I hate (laughs) these little... Actually... Yeah, no, no one's at the house at the moment. I might go and get the guns and smash them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good Someone call. broke in just to destroy the just boys' toys. Just to destroy toys. these yeah. toys. Yeah. I'm so sorry. What a weird, what a sicko this person must be. <laughs> I just find annoying toys yeah. to be. I, I think parents everywhere have one that immediately comes to mind. Yeah. Apparently, this my auntie used to go on about this. Tickle me, Elmo was apparently oh my the goodness. most annoying thing yeah. on earth. My parents hated. I did have a Tamagotchi for a little bit, and my parents hated that because it makes a lot of like just yeah. very high-pitched electronic noises that don't really serve anything other than just like, what the hell's going on over there? I was in bed the other night, and the six-year-old's got like a little G-Shock watch, and he set an alarm on it, so the alarm goes off. Yeah, that's fine. And and at the middle of the night last night, the alarm... Sorry, the other night, the alarm was going off, and I was that half-asleep where I didn't understand how to solve problems. Yeah. And so I just kept pushing the snooze button on it, and every 10 minutes, I kept getting woken up by this G-Shock watch going, me, 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 That's good fun. I'm like, you know know how the... half asleep problem solving yeah. my brain literally went I should throw it in the toilet I should put it in the toilet that would wreck it yeah. and it would be over and I, I mean, wouldn't have to worry about that it that is anymore. good problem solving it's yeah. just not good to do to a child yeah no <laughs> it's not good parenting yeah. I just went you know what toilet that's where that should go because it's fine. making noise yeah. 131060 get on the phone is there a toy your kid has that drives you insane oh yeah this is what we want to know honestly morning. any young person if you had a brother or sister or just whatever a niece nephew mm-hmm. what children's toy are you just like oh my god this enough. could be particularly good at the moment for Christmas on being on the horizon yeah. what's a toy that Santa should just avoid do yeah. you have a toy that you can remember as either a parent or 
or maybe when you were a kid, you used to terrorize your parents with it. <laughs> What's the most annoying child's toy that makes a horrible noise? Yep. It's just complicated to set up. Mousetrap the board game. Ugh, yeah, that was. Yeah. Parents yeah. everywhere hate that. 131060 is the number to call right now. What is the most anno- annoying child's toy and why? We are looking for the most annoying children's toys. Yes, there is a weird little monkey toy that this dad had and tried to destroy it, set on fire, put underwater, smashed with a hammer. It still kept making it. We want to know, is there just a child's toy in your life that drives you insane? Kelly is on the line from Canberra. How are you, Kelly? Hi, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Great, Kelly. Kelly. Look, what's the toy in your life that you're like, nah, this has got to go? Look, it was really hard to narrow it down. My son is two (laughs) and has... Quite a collection at the moment. Yeah, I think <laughs> two-year-olds, really... everything needs to either make noise yeah. or be very, very colourful. Yeah. One it or just the other. Can't, yeah, can't keep yeah. their attention otherwise. Exactly, exactly. But the one that really grinds my gears is he's got a little car dashboard thing and every single thing that could make a noise does. The oh, horn, yeah. the indicators, the lights. The, the horn. Oh, my God. <laughs> have you considered, Kelly, just taking the batteries out of it and just being like, oh, I guess it's broken. Who knows? You'll just have to play with it like it's oh. inanimate. It definitely gets hidden away. Yeah, that's smart. Right. That's an amount of time. Yeah, yeah I think that's smart I'm because you if figured you, it out. you took the batteries out, that's going to lead to tears. Hiding yeah. it, just he'll forget it exists exactly, eventually. Yeah. So that's a very smart that's idea. Very yeah, smart, very well actually. done there, <laughs> uh, Kelly. Charlotte's on the line from Curtin. Charlotte, how are you? Yeah, no, not Very too bad. Involved, we need to know you. about annoying toys, though. I feel like we're helping out. It's like a community service. Yeah. What is your annoying toy, Charlotte? Uh, when I was little, my aunt, um, she bought us this birthday card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It played really high-pitched, like, album the chipmunk noises. Oh, my and God. And played, like a, like, a whole song. Oh. And me and my little brother used to just open it, and we'd dance, and my parents would just... I hate it so uh, much. Yeah. I don't know whose idea it was to be like, you know what it's, you know what songs need, popular songs need, to be dialed all the way up and yeah. be sung by the most annoying animals on planet Earth. It was someone who could sing about as well as me. Yeah. That was the idea. It was like, you know how I cover my terrible singing? Yeah. I'll just make me sound like a chipmunk. I'm That's how it's gonna work. Now. Vera from <laughs> Philip, wrap this up for us. Most annoying child's toy. Okay, so I'm not a parent myself, but my siblings are and all my friends are, and I'm yep. going to have to say a recorder. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, you don't like a hot cross buns? No, I completely yeah. forgot about yeah. the recorder. <laughs> this is, I think... Every, every, I think... Time, um, every time my friends or my sister or anyone mm-hmm. gets... Snappy with me, I tell them I'm going to buy their child a recorder. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's, that's a, a dangerous threat. That is such a good threat. <laughs> yeah. I love that, Vera. I tell you what else I love, the idea that schools make this like a class, like kids yeah, need yeah. to have a recorder and they learn yeah. how to play the recorder. It's teachers going, you know what, we have to put up with your kids all day. Yeah. So here's some of this. <laughs> Get some of your own back. <laughs> it is absolutely Halloween today. Sure is. Love it. Very excited. Um, I will say I'm a little nervous today because Ned is going to be putting on a bit of a trick-or-treating clinic, apparently. He's got the uh, backyard set up. He's ready to go. Because your backyard's kind of your front yard. So it's where people yeah. would come to the door. Exactly right. Um, you are, you've been planning this for months. Um, well, I got some stuff ready. I got to go carve a jack-o'-lantern after the show, and yeah. I got to do some other stuff. That's so, fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Can I quickly say to you, um, Michael, mm-hmm. you, you're across Ned not really being the biggest fan of lollies and chocolate he has mentioned it once or twice yeah i just today. don't go into it today <laughs> yeah. well it's um, usually brought up i don't i don't i feel like i don't offer it to people no, as much as don't. when i get offered 
chocolate and I say, oh, I'm good, yeah. people look at me like I've just spoken in some alien language and then I'm like, I just don't really like chocolate yeah, or lollies. I think it's because people forget so yeah. much that you have to repeat it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really like savoury stuff, chips, crackers. Sign me up. All right, let's just no, just no lollies or chocolate. Let's help good. the children of Gungahlin right now, Michael. What? Ned, what do you have um, ready to go in your mind at least for Halloween tonight? So I will go out and buy a lot of it today. But I'm thinking, um, I, I I think gum gummy things are pretty good, like the little burgers, like the little like the oh, okay. So they're trolley. individual packets. Yeah, I think like, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking you're gonna have a bowl of snakes lollies. or something. <laughs> that would be pretty gross. Everybody's hands all over that. We no, just, no, 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 no. We just went through a pandemic, mate. I will be handing out individual wrapped things, but I don't know. Just like fun size lollies. I okay. feel like that's like chocolates. What are we thinking? Are you buying? Things because I mean my thought process whenever I whenever I'm in a place where I can do trick or treating, yeah. I buy the things that I would like to have things left over of, in yeah. Case yeah. And that's when it's going to fall down because don't you don't that. you want it all gone. I so. like jelly beans and I like gummy worms and the like. I like gummy bears and stuff. I think they're fine. So maybe I will buy a lot of that stuff. Or is that bad to get? Bad because it's not in packets. Like, what are you going to give a kids a handful of jelly beans? <laughs> Take a handful, kitties. <laughs> I was going to say a handful's a lot of jelly Leave beans. More so for the not. other children. They'll get a teaspoon of jelly beans. Oh wow, yeah. a teaspoon and I'll of be, jelly beans. I'll be eating all of the red, purple, and blue ones so because just they're the best black, ones. Black jelly beans and black, yellow white, jelly and beans. Yellow. They can have the yellow ones. They can have the green ones oh, if they still make no. those. <laughs> if they still make those, you are not qualified not to do the whole. Well, one, okay. I'm if I was living by is... Michael's logic, I'd hand out beef jerky. Can I just quickly say? Yeah, no, you go, Michael. Oh, I was just going to say the other the other options are getting one of those, you know, like school, um, you know, packets of twisties, you know, like the twenty Ooh, packs. Of, I actually I like have that. a lot of those. Yeah, okay. over. There's your savoury. Yeah, no, no, one, that's not bad. no one wants that. No kid wants. You don't that. want they chips. Want lollies. You don't want they chips. want lollies. Not about, chips. You don't yeah. go trick or treating for for lunch the next day. Do you reckon, oh, I got my recess from that house <laughs> yeah. that decorated for trick or treating. <laughs> no do one wants that. Do you kids would be stoked if I gave them money? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, canteen money. Yeah, yeah. yeah I reckon like you, money you might go be, and do yeah, it. Your best option here. So, uh, how yeah. much are we talking for each kid? One fifty cents. A dollar. Cents. A dollar. <laughs> yeah. like start, start with a dollar, and then you realize if you're yeah. going down, then maybe. Do you have a high pressure hose you can borrow for when your house gets toilet papered later tonight? No, but I have a dog that I can just let loose. Now he's going <laughs> to lick the toilet paper off the house. <laughs> yeah, something. We're going to have to buy him a harness. So he's going to hang him from the roof. It's going to get very complicated. <laughs> Josh, about 10 years ago, there was a game on the app store called Flappy Bird. Now, if you are younger than 10, you might not remember, but it was essentially a bird a game where you just tap the screen and a little bird went through pipes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And to try and get him at the right level to go through the pipes, yeah. um, lest he die. Exactly right. Now, this was before really games took off, yep. app games. Now, you go on the app store and there's like things I, that could, to, you could sell for like $80 at EB Games. Not to be a contrarian or uh, to derail anything. No, Would you say, I actually say that came out at the peak of App Store games. Like, oh, ad- you think that's when it was? Adults were like into Angry Bird, Bejeweled. Oh, no, I'm saying, I'm not saying it uh, wasn't. That was when everyone was getting them. Yeah. But I'm saying what it was was very, oh, very no, rudimentary as. That's what I mean. I'm like, you have a look on the App Store now and you can play full-fledged yeah. $90 games. It's gotten too complicated phone. F- for my mum, Jenny. That's what's happened. And so. I understood long for those days because I yeah. remember when everyone would become uh, like uh, Crossy Bird. Was that one of them? Uh, yeah, this I can't. 
I remember the way you had a, to cross the uh, the bird across the street. It was a mess. It was an absolute mess of a time. And I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was the best because it was like everyone would get super obsessed with the game and then they would leave it. And Flappy Bird was one of those things. I remember everyone was very, very obsessed with it. Uh, and the creators come out uh, doing an interview nine years after he's deleted it for some reason mm. because he, it did get deleted. It was like a big controversy when it happened in, I think, the beginning of 2014. The guy just decided to take it off the app store. It was gone. You saw people were selling phones that still had it on there for like a million dollars. I remember this, yeah. Except I don't think anyone ever bought them because why would you? Mm. But he's coming out and he was like, yeah, look, I had to delete it because... It was taking over my life. Mm. I had paparazzi following me around. I had gotten, I was getting messages all throughout the day. People were freaking out about mm. it. I was getting th- threats and stuff. Yeah, right. As you said, well, I guess as I said, Flappy Bird was not that good of a game. Mm. Mm. I don't want to call BS, mm. but I am calling BS. On... Him being followed by the paparazzi. Yeah, that was the part that stuck out to me the most. I was like, mm, don't think that's happening. Because like, I don't, I can, I can name you a million other games that are better and were more popular than Flappy Bird, and you don't really hear about their developers coming out being like the paparazzi were following me because they wanted to see me for a period of time. There yeah. uh, in the early noughties, there were literally Senate in the U.S. Senate basically committees that were determined to get rid of Grand Theft Auto. Yes, and I don't know what the guys who created Grand Theft Auto look like. Couldn't tell you what they would, look like. Would have seemed to me like that was a prime candidate yeah, yeah. for video game people being followed by paparazzi. Honestly, they're, they're, yeah, in terms of... Because I imagine they would have been pretty stressed. I, I reckon there would have been a bit going on. Exactly right. I feel like there was a lot more going on with Grand Theft Auto than this. I'm also just now reading on the Wikipedia page that maybe, may or may or not, it was never confirmed because he did go ahead and delete the app. Yeah. But I don't know if you remember the layout of it. They essentially just stole the background and pipes from Mario. Yeah. Quite a bit of legal trouble, apparently, we're facing up against this dude. Maybe so maybe to, that was the reason. He went into hiding from Bowser. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really, as scary as the paparazzi is, being sued by Nintendo is even scarier. We didn't have, an, we didn't have any concept, but Princess Peach actually has a law degree, <laughs> and, and he was in big trouble. <laughs> Josh, NASA are a bit of on, on a bit of a roll at the moment. They recently announced that they're putting together a crack team of alien investigators. Yep. Um, they do quite often still remind us that asteroids or meteorites have passed past uh, the Earth yep. at, at a very close rate and didn't tell us until after the they, fact. Yeah, they like telling us that after the fact, yeah. which makes me angry. It does, because it's like, I would like to know if, it, if an asteroid is going to blast through planet Earth. Yeah. I would like to be vaguely aware of that. Yeah, so me I can, too. Because, like, today, you and I were just talking on her off air, uh, feel pretty dusty, not great, feeling yep. a little under the weather. Uh, if I spent my last day just chilling in bed playing video games, it was like, Ugh, whatever, and then Earth was destroyed, I'd be kind of pissed I didn't do more in my last day. Very, very frustrated. But... Not news like that. Actually, good news. NASA has confirmed that they're going to launch a mission to explore an asteroid that's been uh, circling sort of past Mars and Jupiter and stuff. It's been going around for a while. Mm. They reckon that if they went and found what was on it, that there would be enough money from the resources made. It's over $8,000 quadrillion. Wow. It's enough money to make every single person on Earth a billionaire. Tremendous. I don't know if that's what will happen. I don't think NASA's going to be like, guess what, everyone? You get a billion dollars. Yeah. Honestly, they could use some good PR. So I look, think they might. They might get the billion do- billion dollars happening for everyone. It would be absolutely be a, bonkers. Don't poo it. Don't poo it. I don't want to poo it. I would say I very much would like a billion dollars. But this is my problem. Yeah. If everyone's a billionaire, 
Does that mean oh, no one's a billionaire? I get your Who point. Who cares? That re- it would lose some of its... It's like, okay, all right. Yes. Like NASA go, all right, guys, guess what? We got it. We nailed it. Everyone gets a billion dollars. Anybody- you don't think that you go down to the supermarket and now milk costs $700,000? If As anybody <laughs> with a mortgage would tell you, the Reserve Bank uh, seemingly exists just to make sure that the finely tuned levers and mechanisms of our economy are constantly being tweaked correctly. Yeah. So you're right. Interest rates would just go through the roof. Yeah, exactly only- right. They need to keep the information. Inflation or the rampant whatever that would happen if we're all billionaires, they'd need to keep it down. The people that had bought houses like you at the moment, you would be sitting pretty because you're like, I'll pay off my mortgage in one lump lump sum now. But people like me would be screwed because it's like, houses are already like a million dollars each. Yeah. I would get a billion dollars, and they're like, guess what, everyone? Houses are now $70 billion. Very confusing. It's like, very, no, very confusing. Hang on. How you could be a billionaire, and it could be a bad thing. Yeah, this, is, this is pretty much it. This is how it would be bad. Exactly right. That's kind of like the only good thing about being a billionaire, I think, yeah. is that not everyone else is a billionaire. God, how quickly we revert to like a class-based system. Yeah. And Ned's like, you know what? I want to be better than everyone, but I want everyone to know that I'm better than yeah. everyone. I don't want everyone to be better with me. If everyone's better, then that means I'm not better. It just means I'm everyone else. <laughs> that you, sucks. That's Right running, now. If you were running for president, your yeah. catchphrase would be, yes, I can. Yeah. Yes, I, yes, I can. <laughs> you can't, I can. You shouldn't. <laughs> but Ned, La Nina, I, I must admit, I have been uh, starting to pay a bit of attention to this climate change thing lately. I'm like, yeah. oh, like this is interesting. This is not yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I learned that it's more so. I thought it was like uh, it'll like get worse and worse and yeah. worse, but it actually is sort of just like this is sort of it, guys. Well, like, the, the reason I this morning because I I went out of my uh, house today and I went into the car and I was like I could have got away with shorts today. Yeah. I absolutely could have. It's starting to get into that kind of territory. Yeah. And then the second I went out of the garage, literally pouring with rain immediately, yep. and I was yep. like, oh, that's right. Yeah, was, I was starting to imagine like uh, the jetty and with coming back that bar yeah, on the lake, yeah. and I was like, we'd go sit out there and have a beer. Oh no, that's right, it'll be pouring rain half the time. There also is a apparently a, sna- a cold snap coming oh, this good. week yeah, for good. Canberra as well. So Sweet. just so much to look forward to. The thing with all of this, obviously, is the temperature is going to be annoying. The rain potentially annoying. It's going to be more muggy than it used to be because yeah. of all the humidity and moisture in the air. But because of all the humidity and moisture in the air, mozzies are apparently going to be a heaps bigger problem this summer than uh, they normally are, according to experts. I don't know if I... I just... I honestly can't remember the last time I was bitten. I haven't had a mozzie bite in ages, mm. and I don't know if it means that like I don't have good blood for them or yeah. I don't give off the pheromones that they enjoy, but... More around, I know I'll get bit. I very much remember getting bit as a kid. You know the road out to where, like, the NASA place is, like Stromlo? Yes. Yeah, like, that road, they always use the photo of that, like, overpass there where, yeah. the, where the river is. Yeah. And they're like, mozzies are coming back. Every time there's an insect, yeah. it's that photo. So it's I'm like, like <laughs> why don't we just stay away from there? It seems to be like, that's where all the mozzies are. It's like a super villain's headquarters. Yeah, they're yeah. just like, this is where they lurk. It's they like, live, I think they're kind of everywhere, aren't they? They live under the road <laughs> on that bridge. But no, the, the photo's up, the article's up. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, Mozzie's going to be a huge problem. And then producer Michael said there's another article today about cockroaches being a huge problem. because oh, it's like wetter. What is happening? Yeah. It's just the exact same thing that happened a couple of years ago with all the snakes. Because of all the rain, they were just like, well, there's heaps of mice, so it's eaten. Yeah. Eaten and snake-making time. It's and they just <laughs> got it on a couple of springs ago, and then there was heaps of snakes. Yeah. It just feels like... I feel like if there was going to be anything that maybe would tip people over the line to go like, all right, we should start caring about this, it will be having snakes, cockroaches, and mosquitoes in their houses at all times. The thing I was really unaware of with climate change is that apparently it really only affects human beings. Yeah. The rest of the animals are loving it. (laughs) They're like, this is great. (laughs) This is great. 
Josh, you and I are uh, chronically late to everything. Yeah. Um, Mainly because we do things like set up Halloween decorations yeah, in studios. It's, and have arts and crafts festivals. We tend to uh, yeah, worry yeah. about the wrong things. I would agree. But you know what? It's always fun. So whatever. Uh, but uh, last week... There was something that I was so late to that it wasn't really even my fault that I was just like, what are we doing? Like, Yeah, okay. Do you just turn around and go home? There's not many things that you and I have done that for, usually because they're work events and they're like, no, you are required to be at them. If you and I had the turn around and go home option, we would often do it. Yeah, exactly right. probably a bit of a problem. Exactly. So I'm glad that it's not usually something we can do in most of our lives, but I actually would like a time period or a time frame for you that you're like, oh, you're this late to this? Just go home. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, went to the movies uh, last week. Saw a spooky film. Saw a Barbarian. Yeah. Um, okay. I would recommend it, but it's also, I think, either rated MA or R. So yeah. I guess if you're 18, go and have a look. It's very scary. So <laughs> beware. But I went with it on a date. <laughs> <laughs> it was the, maybe the lamest thing I've ever heard. What? Because, no, because the laugh you did then, it was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was more laughing at how dumb I sounded. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not like, oh, that was funny or whatever. I was like, what Giving am I everybody saying? a bit of a fright here. No, what am I even talking about? <laughs> but it would anyway. be a terrible mu- movie reviewer if that was on the poster and it was like, Ned, hit 104.7. It's a little bit scary. So go along if you want. Yeah, go if you're 18 and you're yeah. allowed to go and see it, but also if you don't want to be spooked, don't. <laughs> so what were you, you were super late to the movie, I'm guessing. So yeah, I was on a date uh, and I was getting picked up, but the it just started too late. Like uh, her, she finished work very late, so it was like too late to, that, okay, so the movie started at 10 past 6, alright? Yep. She got to my house, I live in Gungar and we're going to Dendi in the middle of town, she got to my house at 5 past 6. That's too late. Yeah. You're going to miss a little huge chunk of the movie. By the time we got there with traffic, yep. obviously people are finishing work around that time, picking up kids or taking them to sport or whatever, they're doing a lot. to be moving. Yep. Uh, we ended up getting there 40 minutes late. 40 minutes late to a movie. By the time we got in, it was like just after, it was probably, yeah, 40 minutes, 40 past, or 20 to 7 is the right yep. way you'd say that. Um, got in, didn't know what the hell was going on pretty lost but it was a scary movie so i'm like i feel like i'm here just to get spooked yeah and i did get spooked yeah well, probably even more so because you didn't understand the plot exactly i was being scared by everything yeah. yeah there was a character in it I, I went to watch it again yesterday because it's a very good movie uh and i was like didn't even know that character was in it okay there you go very good to know yeah. this fantastic mm-hmm. i didn't hear this guy was in it didn't know he was in it um at what point do you not go? Do you just turn around and go? Ten like, minutes in. Ten if, minutes. If like, well, I actually have a theory, and that is that if I miss the start of a movie to the point where, like, I go in and go, oh, I don't know that character's name. Yeah. I stop watching the movie. Yeah. So that's if you go in with a bit of a basic understanding of, oh, that's Captain America. Yeah. You can kind of pick it up. <laughs> yeah. But if you go in and go, oh, that's Robert. Who's yeah. Robert? I don't. Do, was I supposed to know yeah. who Robert? And then you just leave. You're like, what have I done here? Thankfully, it was a scary movie, so most of it is spent. Uh, them screaming at each other's names in fright. Great so news, great very news. easy to pick up on Good character names. So my whole <laughs> thing falls apart. I will Horror say, movies are the exception to the rule. If you are running more than five minutes late to a movie, you just got to yeah. miss it. You've just got to miss it. I saw people get there um, for, I remember I went and watched Inception at the Christopher Nolan movie where it's about like going into dream states. Yeah, and everything. I'm not going to explain Inception. It's been out for long enough. You yeah. should have seen it by now. Uh, and I saw people rock up 27 minutes into it. Yeah. I looked at my watch. I'm like, you're 27 minutes into this. You are screwed. This I, is going to be confusing to a level I can't even begin to imagine. I've been to that movie hell, 10 minutes early. Yep. I've seen it 20 times. I still don't know what the hell's going yeah, it's on. It's too confusing. So it's too Good confusing. Luck. Go home. <laughs> Josh, uh, you are... Yeah. <laughs> help. Uh, you're a bit of a sneak ahead, I feel like, in that you enjoy 
some shoes. Those of uh, those not familiar with the term sneakerhead, someone who collects shoes. Yeah, I feel and like I, actually, I kind of explain it when I say, I have, but you enjoy shoes. Yeah, no, I have more than five pairs of shoes that I've never worn. So I think I that, do. That, that classifies does clarify, you as a sneakerhead. Yeah, clarify. Yeah, you yeah, have classify. a collector's pair. I've seen them. The, yeah. the, the flaming mo's, mm-hmm. which are rad, actually. But that's also the other thing. I like that you don't wear them. Some of them are like more art than shoes. Mm. It's very, very good. So you might be excited about this news. There's a new shoe called the Moonwalkers, mm. which um. It's, they've been designed by robotics engineers, yes. which means that they aren't just shoes, but they do other things as well. Um, they claim that they will be able to make you walk 250% faster than your regular walking speed. So they uh, essentially got strapped, uh, skates strapped to the bottom of them that like have little wheels. So like while you're walking, you're like almost gliding. Yeah. <laughs> Much like I guess if you walked on the moon, you like go a bit quicker or whatever. I don't know, but... Um, I'm having a look at them. They look very, very, very bulky. So it's not like it's a subtle shoe. So this is, uh, but at the same time, uh, they look pretty rad. They look okay. smaller than skates. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like just having a skate on your shoe because, no, yeah, that's not no, really innovating yeah. anything. But I also just think that, like, we've gone from, oh, yeah, we've gone from zero to 250 mm. in. One second. I yeah. feel like this is too much innovating. Well, wouldn't 250% better? Yeah. Are these runners or walking shoes? What are they? they? I think they just go over the top of your shoes, but yeah. they're sort of like, they look like sneakers, sort of. Okay, so maybe you could go for a run in them. I don't know if I could run 250% faster. They said that they get th- you to a max speed of, or they top out about seven miles per hour. What the hell? So that's like 10 kilometers an hour. I don't know if I can run that fast. That's <laughs> too what I mean. I, I certainly don't want to walk that fast. Do you remember those shoes from like the early noughties that had like, they said that they had air inside them? They were like mm. the Jordan. I think they were yeah, Jordans yeah, yeah, or yeah. at least Nikes. And you, they said that they had like buoyancy and it was like walking on clouds and they'd mm. make you go quicker. They were topping out at maybe 25% quicker than you'd yeah, usually yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Just, I would say to these ro- robotics engineers, take a day off, take it easier, and just put us up to fifty, and then a hundred, and then in five years' time, two hundred and fifty. If the shoes were to do most of the work, yeah, my legs are still moving though. Yeah, you're still walking. So I'd still be exhausted at the end of it. Yes, like, I'd still be like, like I'd, you'd gone for a walk. My but cardiovascular is not going to be up to two hundred and fifty percent quicker. No, you're not on a little treadmill. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm so not, it's all the same. Except you're just going to get wherever yeah, you want to a lot like quicker. When, it's not like when you sort of jog on a travel later yeah. at the airport and you're like, oh my god, I'm superhuman. It's not going to be like that. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. You still get everywhere. That you still walk it's gonna the same amount. Dislocate my knees because my <laughs> shoes are so damn efficient. <laughs> Josh, I'm enjoying how much Australia is getting into Halloween more and more every year. It's very, very good. It's just a fun time. You get to dress up. You get to go and get some lollies. It's good all round, I think. Um, but we are, I guess, still trying to figure out, like America, it's obviously an American tradition, but it's like a something we're still trying to figure out with, like, how hard do you go? Yeah. How much effort do you put in? Obviously, there's that house in Harrison um, that... I they de- nail it. They nail it. They've gone for a pumpkin patch theme this year. It looks absolutely insane. Uh, I think they're calling it the Fright in Flemington because it's on Flemington Road if you would like to go and Smart. see it. Yeah. Uh, tonight it'll look absolutely amazing. So definitely if you're around that area, go and check it out. But they have the right idea because it's like a bunch of skeletons, some scarecrows, just a bunch of spooky stuff out the front. Uh, a couple of years ago they had a big spider on the roof. That was yep. really, really good. But you can definitely overdo it. Which is exactly what's happened to Casper's Desserts. <laughs> I didn't, I only just, yeah, the, that name's kind of funny, I guess, for this. But they are an ice creamery in the UK that 
have gotten in a little bit of trouble. And this is probably just a good cautionary tale for everyone. They've set up some Halloween decorations out the front of their shop just to go, hey, guys, we're into this as well. There's some spiders, some skeletons. But then in their front window, they've wrapped up, I'm guessing, maybe a mannequin or maybe they've just put a bunch of towels in uh, like a trash bag and then they've like duct taped around. Oh, they made it look like a dead body, like Soprano yeah. style, put mm-hmm. it in a plastic bag. And then there's blood everywhere and there's a knife on the ground. It just looks like someone's been murdered. Yeah. Um, and they've gotten in quite a bit of trouble and I've had to take it down. Mm. There is a fine line between being spooky and scaring the crap out of people. Upsetting a lot yeah, of people. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is a, I don't, I, I enjoy like the zombies and the skeletons and the mm. scarecrows and stuff. But when you like start involving body bags that yeah. look like they could genuinely have people in them. Look, maybe just don't do that. I think there's what with Halloween, it's about like spider webs and yeah, you know, wacky, witches. maybe a smoke machine yeah, or like something ooh. like that. Ooh, yeah, not actual crime scene yeah. that looks like you're filming an episode of CSI. There. Exactly, like that's right. that's where they. But people love it. So many people are doing that these yeah. days, where they just the more blood you can get, the more you can splatter it onto something. Yeah. It's like. This is a problem. Let's like, chill you, out, yeah, guys. You've, you've got a problem. You yeah. need to either become a set designer yeah. for a horror movie franchise or go speak to someone. Exactly. One, one or the it other. It definitely is one or the you've other. You've got a problem. <laughs> Ned? Yes? It'll go down in television history. The phrase, I got a text. Oh, yeah. We got a text. <laughs> People have become, you know, have fallen in love with Love Island in yep. all of its iterations. Our Australian Love Island, they don't say, I got a text. They just say, we got, we got, they a, text. Go, I got a text. Yeah. Oh, bloody hell, we got a text. All the other ones, except for the UK one, seem to be able to handle getting a text message yep. a lot better yep. than they the, lose their, their British counterparts. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I'm very excited because we're up to season four of Australian Love Island and the host of Love Island Australia joins us right now. Sophie Monk is on the phone. Good morning, Sophie Monk. Oh, good morning. Now, look, this is very exciting to be having a chat to you because season four of Love Island Australia is about to premiere. This is the first one in a little while you've been able to go to Spain. How was the return? Oh, coming back was so hard. (laughs) (laughs) The weather. Yeah. The weather, like, I've put on about 20 kilos since I've got back just because all I can do is order, like, DoorDash or everything. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. And over there, I was good. You know, it's, it's a struggle, this weather. Mm. Do they tell you you're going to uh, Mallorca beforehand or do you find out pretty much when they're like, all right, here's the deal, here's the job, do you also want to go to a Spanish island? <laughs> no, they tell me. Yeah, they good. Tell me I was yeah. going to say because uh, this goes, the alternative yeah, sounds funny. a little bit like a kidnapping. Yeah, so that's it good, does that's, actually. That's good <laughs> yeah. that you're, you're informed. Everything's above board. I'll be and I land. I'm like, where am I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just landed and I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah. Sophie, uh, Josh and I recently went to America. In America, um, they think Australians are... Very cool. I feel like we get a very yeah. over... Just because of Crocodile Dundee and Steve Irwin and stuff, I feel like we... Yeah. There's a lot of mythology around Australians. Is it the same in Spain? Do people like, are like, oh my goodness, you're from Australia, or is it sort of like no. France where they don't care at all? No, they... Like, one guy goes, oh, South African, you know? Yeah. Or, like, mm-hmm. they just get it wrong. Nah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah sure I know Americans do think we're cool, hey. Is this... It, Sophie, I mean, I, I didn't find it as much as Ned. I found he, he got the cool thing a lot more, but he's got kind of a surfy look about him as well, so I think he was pulling it off. Right. Everyone was like, you look British. Why yeah. are you speaking with an Australian accent? And I was like, I live three hours inland, so yeah. I'm not yeah. a surfer <laughs> either, but you know what? If you want to believe whatever you want, that's fine with me. You said that Al Perkins, who was on uh, Married at First Sight, would be a perfect fit for Love Island, but do you... Yeah. Ever, when you meet these contestants, do you ever get the exact opposite sense of that? Where you're like, oh, the 
media is going to love you in ways that I don't think you might love. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. But they all end up very different. Like, there's something yeah. about... And because I've done reality shows. Yeah. It's so intense. Like, being in a house and... Like, you might think, oh, my God, that guy's going to, you know, hook up with... It. All the girls are going to be obsessed. Yeah. Not. You know? Like, so everyone's different after time without a phone and you can't pretend to be anything and all you can do is talk. Yeah. So if you look good in a photo... That doesn't make me think when you're there. That's true, yeah, that's very true. It's also kind of the whole point of Love Island. It's yeah. like, we don't know what's going to happen. That's why you sort of need to watch. Yeah, if you, you were just like, watching. that guy's going to be yeah. fine, that girl's not going to be all right, then no one would yeah. watch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it always changes. And who your favourite is changes as well. Yeah, exactly. But there's so many twists and turns in this one. Like, I was even saying to the producers, is this too far? Like, it's crazy. <laughs> it's so good. It's so entertaining. People have um, so many guilty pleasures when it comes to reality TV. Now, obviously, we're here to celebrate Love Island Australia. It is, uh, it's a massive, massive show. But what is your guilty pleasure? Is there an American reality show or something like that you just love? Oh, my God, I'd love to ask you. So 90 Day Fiancé, I'm obsessed with, but I can't find it in Australia. We can only get up to season eight. Yeah, right, okay. And I need to watch the new ones. Like, I'm dying. I watch it on YouTube, like, and try and get stolen. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm so obsessed with it. But I, I love all those kind of... You get right games, into it. I've always wanted, yeah. I think you're an amazing presenter and, and so talented, and I think you could do a lot of different kinds of shows, but I've always wanted to ask someone who does your job this. Is there a show you watch and you just go, I would host the hell out of that. Yeah, I'd really that be mine. This. Oh, Family Feud. <laughs> I love Family Feud, but I think I'd struggle not playing. Yeah, <laughs> you'd also just yell yeah. things out. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't be up. They're like, that's not your job. Yeah, you know, um, in, a, yeah. in a shock yeah, twist, Sophie Monk's going to be joining the Harrison family yeah. for the next round. <laughs> You're just going to yeah. be playing with them. Exactly. I've just got the red t-shirt on. Uh, yeah. Sophie, thank you so much for giving us some time this morning. We, we love Love Island. It is an instant institution all around the world and um, the Love Island Australia back for season four. It's very, very exciting on nine now. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you guys. That was the Ned and Josh Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit meja.com.au. Hit 104.7.